Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bald and Bonkers show. Join your hosts Christopher Mole and Dakota Franson as they take you on a wild ride through the world of the supernatural with a humorous twist that'll have you laughing and shaking in your boots at the same time. From ghosts to aliens to cryptids, no topic is off limits on this show. And the best part? You don't have to be a believer to join in on the fun. So grab a drink, kick back and tune in every weekend for new episodes. And if you want even more of the Bald and Bonkers experience, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon page for exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. Let's get weird. Oh, and for the whiners out there, viewer discretion is advised. There you go, you entitled pricks. It always makes him burst up into laughing at the entitled pricks. I find it funny. I find it funny. I, I find it really funny because um, I know other our trolls don't like it. They don't like it, and because they don't believe, you know, in this world we live in, you know. I very true, very true. I mean, hell, I could post a video saying I love you, trolls, for saying all the hateful things about us and only driving up our numbers, and they would still get mad. But anyway. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday night on Bald and Bonkers. Tonight we have Heather Lay, PhD, as our wonderful guest, who, after, this is our, I think our third attempt of trying to get her on. Chris, this is the one that kept jumping on us, man. <laughs> You're the one that kept jumping on us. That's terrible. I, I know. I can log out now and you can find something else. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's fine, you know. It's very, it's very nice to meet you. It, it, it really is. And I've been, I've been reading up to quote sent the links and stuff like that. And I've actually done my notes on this one, you know. And right, did you actually read up on the right written. person, though? No. I know. I know. <laughs> but it, but it's, it, I've been actually looking forward to this because obviously your career and what you've done in the spirit world and it, and it's, mm. it's absolutely fascinating. It really is. Could you, for the people in the chat, I would just like to say hello everybody in the chat and everybody that listens to this in the podcast. Thank you for watching. Heather, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yes, I've been actually researching the paranormal field for more than 30 years. Uh, it started, like with everyone, a personal experience in my late teens uh, when I was seeing my grandfather. Uh, sparked interest into why he was there, what, you know, what was making it happen, and you know, what the heck was I seeing, because I knew I wasn't crazy, even though I felt like I was. No. And I just kind of stayed behind the scenes doing various things here and there. Of course, you know, the consistent researching, uh, getting as much knowledge and information as I can. And within mm -hmm. the last 10 ish years, I slowly started getting more serious about it and was like, this is, you know, I had that aha moment where it was like, oh my God, this is what I want to do. So I yeah. kind of shifted gears, um, went back. I got my PhD in paranormal science from IMHS here in Florida. And I, you know, joined the team, ended up starting my own team, worked with some of the best people in the field. And I just, my goals now is I want to make this a true science. I, I'm tired of, even though I know it's by term, a definition, a pseudoscience, that, that yeah. term makes my skin crawl because I don't view it as a pseudoscience. Mm. And I want to help yeah. the, the new generations coming in learn. Um, I want to make sure that we're all on the same page when it comes to researching this field, because I think that's one of the biggest issues that we're having right now. Oh, no doubt. See, I find, I find that interesting because what science, obviously science and today's standards, when you mention the word paranormal or even UFO to them, they're like, ooh, that's, does that go away, go away. I mean, I've met people that are scientists. I know people that work in the kind of technology, knowledge, knowledge, I kind of pronounce that, area. And I've mentioned, and I've mentioned, like, maybe extraterrestrials, and I've mentioned, like, spirits and stuff, and I thought, ah, Chris, they don't, that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. And they won't believe it. They will not believe it until that night actually happens when they're sitting in their chair or in their bed and someone visits them. I think the world's need to change. It really is need to change and open up more. Right. And I always joke around saying that it's there's nothing better in this field than watching a skeptic turn into a believer. Oh, yeah. From, from that, what's the look on their face when it's like, oh, crap, <laughs> you're not yeah. crazy. 
see see how you said you you had like a visitation of your grandfather can you mm-hmm. can you tell us a wee bit more about that because i, I find that intriguing yeah um, my grandfather and i were real close he died when i was about five um and it actually the incident happened we were outside playing in the snow and he had a heart attack and died instantly and i oh. don't remember much else because of course you know being five my family rushed me out of there as quick as they could mm-hmm. to yeah. try to protect Um, But up until then, we were always doing stuff together, watching TV at night. And I was 16 or 17. And he started, we had moved to a new home. And he had nothing to do with this home, had never seen it, never been there because he had died, you know, many years prior. And he would appear at my bedside. Uh, It started in dreams. And when I would wake up, he would be standing there, um, would see him at the foot of my bed. Uh, there were a couple times which kind of made me start thinking that I was crazy because I would just see his like his head floating in the room. So he wasn't mm-hmm. fully forming. It was just his head. Uh, one yeah. time, several times actually, and I was always yelling at him for it. Is you know how you brush your teeth, you rinse out your mouth, and you stand up and you look in the bathroom mirror. Yeah. He'd be behind me in the mirror. Oh. It, it's that startle factor. I always hated that. Yeah. Um, and that kind of, it was more or less back then, this was in the eighties. It was like, how can there be a ghost or a spirit in a home that, you know, someone didn't die in or that, you know, he didn't die in. Cause that was what the belief was back then is in order for someone to haunt something, they have to die there. And that just, you know, I went to the library. Of course, we didn't have the internet or TV shows like we do today. And I checked out every book possible. And then our next vacation to Gettysburg. Uh, I met Mark Nesbitt, uh, who does the Ghost of Gettysburg tours, and I talked his ear off for hours. <laughs> and got a lot of good information from him. And that just kind of, you know, fueled my interest. So anytime we'd go on vacation, I, you know, do the different ghost tours. And I was always still questioning how he was there until I learned eventually that you don't have to die in a location to haunt it. See, I find that really interesting because he was obviously trying to form himself. That was maybe him learning how to show himself. And it maybe didn't obviously mean to scare you, but he was obviously trying to look, I'm here, I'm here, but all was showing was bits of his head and stuff. Uh, I don't know point? about necessarily meaning to, not meaning to scare, because I swear when she had, someone to talk about the, uh, you know, going up to, uh, in the bathroom at the rinse, and I swore I heard an old man start chuckling like, <laughs> like he intended to scare the crap out of her. <laughs> who, who knows? He he was a jokester. <laughs> he, he used to chase uh, myself because my cousins um, around the house. He would take his teeth out and <laughs> he'd fill his mouth with like shaving cream and chase us around the house like he was a rabid dog. So, I mean, <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine that as a spirit in your house? You're walking. You're walking down the stairs early in the morning. Like a ghost comes running towards you with loads of foam spraying out his mouth. <laughs> now he's probably going to do that. He does every once in a while, but not as often as he used to. It's it's, it's quite interesting because this is what I've this is what I've ran into quite a lot, and, it, and it's and it is interesting. This and I want your opinion. I say that right, a lot of people will do like ghost boxes and stuff like this. People will look, contact dead, and you'll get mediums that contact the dead, and the spirits always come through, and they say we're not allowed to tell you. Do you know, have you ever encountered that? It's, it's as if there's like a law. They're, they're not allowed to cross. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. Um, as far as not allowing to cross, I'm not sure. Um, right. I've never really encountered an you know, incident where I've had to cross the spirit over, but I know several people who have. I, I personally believe that they just go where they feel they're needed whether it's to watch over family or, you know, mm-hmm. feel they need to continue. I know some workplaces are haunted because someone still feels the need to watch over a place of business. Yeah, and see, see, we were, I really feel they can come and go as they want. I See, that. See, this is the thing. We were doing a ghost box session one night and we, we asked the spirit, and I, I know a lot of other ghost investigators that's kind of running the exact same thing, and the spirit says, I'm not allowed to tell you. I'm not allowed to tell you. It's as if it's as if there is a law in the afterlife that they are not allowed to like uh, let people know what life right. after death exists. Why? That it's a strange thing. 
See, they're allowed to come to us, they're allowed to communicate with us, but they're not allowed to actually tell us. Right. And I've heard that from other people. And we were actually doing a spirit box session um, at a a location in Las Vegas when we used to live out there. And Mm -hmm. we were communicating with um, a female. And then all of a sudden, and she was, you know, talking away like crazy, but wasn't really sharing any secrets. And all of a sudden, a male voice came in and said, shut up. Mm-hmm. And she just disappeared. So it was like, was she sharing something she shouldn't have, or you know? But it was also a mob location, so who knows if it was, was spirit about to say. what life was like back in the time. But it was just very interesting. I have I have encountered that when we've been doing the ghost boss sessions mm-hmm. and that, and it, it's weird that the spirits will be talking away, yeah. Like maybe ones that have only been dead for maybe like a hundred years, they'll be talking away, you talking away, you, and then all of a sudden. There'll be other voices come in saying no, 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 and then it just goes all quiet. It's as if it's as if there is like a law in their realm that basically says you should not be talking about this. Oh, I think we might be about Heather. to lose her. Are you there, Heather? Beep 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 beep. You're breaking in and out. If you can hear us, yeah, I can hear That's you. A, oh. You're back, All right. you're back. I thought oh, you were going to wait the light there. Somewhat. They, they, were, they were taking you. They were taking you. They don't, they don't want me to talk. It doesn't surprise us the number of times we have had that happen on this show. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, um, it, it's I, that's something that will probably be my first question when I pass over. I, I, I honestly think, see, that's it's actually interesting. There's somebody in the chat there says, what is that? Are they always met by helpers or, or somebody a guide? I mean, what is your opinion on that? When you die, do you think someone comes to collect you? That I'm still torn on, but I truly do um, believe in most cases it is. And I started thinking about that more. I was in the hospital last summer um, for several days, and I was sharing a room mm-hmm. with um, an elderly lady who was actually, they were waiting to send her home to be in hospice but they didn't have anyone to help her get home. And I was up a lot of times during the night. And even my mom, when she came to visit me in the hospital, she's like, we're not alone. (laughs) And she, the woman next to me had people waiting with her at that were spirit form. And it was just, it was very, very interesting. And it kind of opened my eyes to be like, well, maybe they are there. See, that's, it's a nice thought that, that the family's there waiting on you. I mean, I've I've not experienced it personally, but I have family that's experienced it when they've been with dying relatives. Mm-hmm. And I think my grand that was my grandfather, my mum's side, and he was sitting looking into the corner of the room, and he was like, "My mother's coming to get me tonight," and he would say that, and mm-hmm. and they're all like, "Okay," but he was on morphine and stuff like that. He says, "Okay, right, no problem." That night he passed away, mm-hmm. and it makes you wonder. Did they come and take them? Mm-hmm. And for yeah, 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 yeah definitely curious because I know um, 2018 I was diagnosed with a kidney end stage, not end stage, but stage five kidney failure, right. um, just from my blood work. And I, you know, I had my pity party, thinking my life was over. And one night, my grandfather came to me, and I was dreaming at first, but then I woke up and he was standing next to my bed. And in the dream, it was like he was kicking me out of the afterlife. <laughs> He's like, it's not your time, <laughs> you know, get get yes. back there. And mm. now as of my last visit, I have normal kidney function for someone at my age. Wow. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So they heal they healed you basically. That that's that is see, I've heard about this. I've heard about people getting healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I know I've done a lot of uh personal lifestyle changes to help too, mm. but it was just interesting. It was like it's not your time, and every visit I go to the doctor, my blood work got better and better. Okay, that's interesting. No, that that certainly is interesting. I've heard of situations where people fully believe that they've had some sort of supernatural surgery performed on them when ever they've been in like accidents or gone into organ failure and. Mm-hmm. Despite all odds, they managed to bounce back almost perfectly normal. So, yeah, certainly makes was, you wonder the capabilities of the other side. 
Yeah, and the doctors have no clue because even when they did a biopsy, it was sent back to them saying, this is a normal kidney. Why are you sending this to us? And then they sent my blood work and they're like, oh. <laughs> so they're, they're still mm. unsure as to what was going on. Mm, strange. So out of, what technology do you use? Can you tell us a wee bit about the technology that you use? Um, I'm a non-tech person. Uh, everybody laughs at me because, and of course, I don't have one near me, but I use a fidget spinner. All right. A man, fidget man. spinner? A fidget spinner. I, you never I, heard I of that? Have, actually, that's, I, that's a first. Someone's, there we go. I do have one nearby. Um, I have ones that light up. Mm -hmm. And if you lay them, you know, down, and they're on all different colors. So mm -hmm. I can ask the spirits if, you know, yes for, you know, spin the green one, no, spin the red one. You know, if you're here, spin the yellow one. And in a dark hallway, you can see them spinning because of the lights. And they're easy freestyle, but yet they're heavy enough to where a light breeze won't move them. And I, I absolutely, I fell in love with these. And it, it was funny because I was doing it, hosting an event. And one of the girls said, hey, can we try something? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. sure. And she's like, she pulls out a fidget spinner and sets it down. And we made sure it was flat and she asked the spirit a question and it started yeah. slowly spinning. And she's like, I have these all over my house. And I tell them if you're here in the room with me, spin them and they'll start spinning them in her house for her. And ever since then, I fell in love with this. Do you know that's, I, I, I know what you're talking about, you were talking about the, the, the spinny things because I've, I've my, niece, my niece had one when she was younger. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've actually got one there too. Do you know, I've never thought about using something like that. Yeah, I know they use the so cat simple. balls and stuff. The cat balls that flash, it, you yep. use something like that. So something like that. I'm gonna, I'm mm -hmm. gonna try that. Yep, and then it's I so also simple. use. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think of it, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> but yes. um, these, and then of course, dowsing rods and pendulums oh. are my preferred tools. Mm. But of course, you know, I do the video recordings and the EVPs and. You know, my favorite thing is just because I uh, have a associate's degree in photojournalism. I like doing the photography and analyzing the photographs and that. But I, I do have a spirit box that I use for events because the guests who attend the events want immediate satisfaction. And you can't say, here, use your EVP recorder, your yeah. digital voice recorder, and then go home and see what you find. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that doesn't quite go over yeah. very well. Yep. See, I'm kind of, I'm so, kind of funny when it comes to ghosts. Oh, sorry, Dakota, I'm going to go. No, I was just going to say, this this is obviously going to be a controversial topic, but I, where she just mentioned she had a background in photo photos, I think it'd be perfect. <laughs> what are your thoughts on orbs? <laughs> I, I laugh because I ask every person I interview, I ask that question. <laughs> exactly. And no, one, no one's ever asked me. <laughs> in Ooh, got your back. In photographs, yes. nine times out of 10, I don't even bother analyzing them um, and video just because uh, oh. the orbs that I've seen uh, actually glow. They don't just reflect light. They, they actually glow and you can see them casting light on the wall or on nearby furniture. And it, it's just interesting. I've never seen one in a photo yet that I have can validate. Um, I've seen a couple with my eye, you know, the naked eye but in the photos if it's not casting some type of glow it's nine times out of ten is going to be dust bug dust. you know mm -hmm. air contaminants or even you know solar flare those are my favorites check out these five orange glow you know orbs that i have and it's like okay well the sun's at the top of the photo mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i've seen that i've seen that people that do like ufo stuff and that and i've seen it i don't know if you've noticed it dakota and i don't know if you've noticed it either there'll be people like that that have taken a photo with like a slr camera at the sun or the moon but there'll be like a wee reflection there'll be like a wee reflection at like the, the moon and they'll be like oh look there's another planet circling the earth and i'm like oh no no it's a reflection on the lens have you ever encountered that people are convinced that that there's something there but just no it's just a reflection yeah. it, it's the yeah. lens modern day you know camera technology i mean even back in the day i mean it wasn't as often when you had film camera 
because we didn't have the IR lights like they do now um, yes. and all of that. But it, it just amazes me what people will. My favorite is when they argue with you because they're like, if you zoom in, you can see my aunt's face. And I, I just look at it. And I'm like, okay. And I just don't see it. So, you know, but, and you try to be as nice as possible because <laughs> you don't want to upset anyone, but it, it's all about education and letting people know what is and isn't an orb and trying to help them get comfort in a manner that is actual paranormal evidence, not something that they posted in a Facebook group and everyone in the group's like, oh my God, great capture when it obviously, you know, is lens flare or, you know, some type of malfunction in the lens. Yeah. I've seen those Facebook groups and people will go to post like nighttime feeds from their security cameras and there's all these dust and orbs. It's like, this camera can't focus on this location. It's like, well, it's because of the little blades of grass that are right next to the camera. And that's just probably pollen you're seeing, mm -hmm. knowing this time of year. Yep. They're like, no, no, I can't believe you wouldn't believe me. It's just like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> or, or this little, little orb that just kind of creeps along. Well, you know, that's a spider or a beetle walking across the lens. Yes. Because it's too close to focus. See, I used to, I used to do it lives years ago. I used to do lives on a different channel in my car. Mm -hmm. I, at that time, it was a, quite an old car. And there'd be loads of like dust particles, and people are like, there's a spirit. I've seen it. Like, I'm like, ah, it's no, it's dust. I have a border collie sitting in the back seat. That long thing that you seen floating past the camera was called a hair. <laughs> yeah, I have cats, and I've had people freak out. It's like, oh my god, Dakota, so much. It's like I just brushed some cat hair off of me. <laughs> we were actually investigating the Goldfield Hotel out in Nevada. And um, we were standing outside and prior to that, we had gone to the local bookstore and I was just thumbing through one of the local books that someone had written and they had a photo of the hotel and it said, check out all these orbs outside of the hotel. Yeah. And I immediately took the book over to the person I was investigating with and I showed him, I'm like, hey, check out this photo. He's like, yeah, and he rolled his eyes because he knew who wrote the book. And I opened up my camera, I said, look at all the orbs in my photo. It was snowing the day when we were there. And my photo matched that person's photo exactly. <laughs> we, it's like okay. We've actually we've actually got a friend that works in the paranormal with us, and his name's Lex Lex for Lex Paranormal. And he's got a passion. You can't mention the word orb. He hates mm -hmm. them. He hates them. I will say this, and I will I will say this. I have seen some strange things. I've seen I've seen an orange orb once mm -hmm. with my own eyes, and it was like yep. moving through the woods. And it was a clear night. It was weird. And I thought to myself, I thought, it wasn't like a thunderstorm. It wasn't like ball lightning or anything like that. And it just disappeared. It was like there one moment and it was gone the next. And there was like an old burial ground near it. Mm -hmm. And it, I've seen things like that. I've seen them glowing. I agree with you there. I agree there is some strange things. But a lot of people on like TikTok, especially on YouTube, they're like, oh, there's an orb. Look at that. It's got a face. Have you ever seen them with the faces? What's your opinion in that? It's pareidolia. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. it's, it's. I mean, that's the only way I can explain it because orbs, even if you capture them from, you know, from what I've heard from other people is if you capture them, it, it's, you know, they're going to look like you see them. They're not going to be flat like some of these orbs with the faces in them. They're still going to have like a round sense to them and they're going to be almost three-dimensional in the photo as well, you know, and... Yeah. You know, when it comes to cemeteries, I've heard and seen several reports of people saying that, you know, it's like one of the most common places to see an orb, you know, with your bare eyes, because it's, I've heard people say they've seen blue and white and red, yes. you know, and it's, if, if I don't see it with my own eyes, I, I just, I, unfortunately, I write that off. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I was just going to say... Like as far as orbs go, I've only had two instances where I fully believed it was something real. One, mm -hmm. like you said, it was a video, and you can tell it was moving on its own path, and it also it was in a basement, and just what, where it got in front of like a metal furnace, mm -hmm. you could actually see the light reflecting off of the furnace. Right. And like our but I showed it to our buddy Lex, and that was the only time I've ever seen him stumped. Mm -hmm. The other which I've never seen happen again, but 
was at an old Christmas program. I was like eight or nine years old. And there was this orb amongst like raw chairs with us on the ground. And it had feet. Like just below it. And I have yet to see anything like that. But apparently there was a little ghost child dancing along with us. <laughs> it, it was either something that was trying to manifest and, and just couldn't. Or or you had Mike Wazowski at your... Uh... Apparently. <laughs> I just wrote that. Oh my God. Oh dear Jesus. I don't know. Here's a question I'd like to ask. What's your thoughts on shadow people? A lot of different theories on that one. That's one area that I want to definitely do a lot of more research on because I know for me, a lot of the times I see an apparition. Yeah. Uh, majority of the time it's a shadow person. Yes. But the research I've done and from talking to other people who experience shadow people is that could just be because they don't want to reveal themselves to me. I know I had uh, Catherine Sorilos on my show a couple weeks ago and she was talking about how sometimes when you only see a shadow, it's because you've never met that person so you're not yeah. going to see their features in ghost form. You're going to see them as a shadow is one theory that's, that's out there. And then um, mm. it, it's, you know, vibrations. You know, I could be on a different vibration level than the spirits are, which is why I've seen shadows. Um, but some people I know, I had uh, Mike Ritz Ricksecker on my show, and he does a lot of extensive work in the shadow people. And one thing that he had said that it could be, the, you know, not so much aliens, but other dimensional beings that find doorways in and out mm. of the different universes and that's why we see them as shadow people because that's what they look like yes mm -hmm. see, Dakota, you, this is more your kind of territory when it comes to the that interdimensional beings and stuff like that which what's your thoughts on this hey even uh stephen hawking proposed mm. that shadow people may be something extra dimensional so yeah and there's Something a lot of theories out there that even the spirits we see are extraterrestrial beings and they're just presenting nice. themselves in something that we would be comfortable seeing. See, that's interesting you say that. That's 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 very interesting you say that because mm. when I was younger I had a, an encounter and at the same time some strange things were happening with him. Well, no, run about the same time, really strange things were happening with him. And when I first seen that spirit in my room that night, it wasn't like a spirit, it was like see-through. Mm -hmm. And but the weird, scary thing about it was, it was is you could see like their veins. Mm -hmm. You could see their organs and stuff like that. And it was like, as if their skin, as if they were completely made out of like perspex, clear perspex, and you could see through them. And it makes you wonder maybe they were coming to me because i knew there was a ghost in the house when i was that age i knew there was mm -hmm. maybe they were coming to me like that to try and i don't know do something mm -hmm. what's your thoughts yeah it's just like even in the spirit world i mean if someone or something's going to communicate with us they want us to be comfortable unless yeah. of course their intention is to scare us you know, I mean, so when it comes to, you know, extraterrestrial beings or anything like that, I truly do think that they're going to somehow come into our vision based on what we would be more receptive to, mm -hmm. you know, depending on, like I said, what they're, you know, similar to like demonic activity, the demons aren't going to present themselves, you know, as a demon, they're going to no. represent, you know, they're going to show up as a child or a yeah. relative or something like that. And I think sometimes the spirits try to do that too. And in that case, that could even have been, you might have caught it before it fully put its cloak on, I guess you would say. It, it was weird because I couldn't move whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was like lying on my stomach. I was looking mm -hmm. across and I could not move. Okay. I mean, I couldn't move. I couldn't even blink. That's, mm -hmm. that's, it was terrible. And then after that incident, never happened again mm -hmm. until I was maybe in my, 30s, nearly 40s, and then I started having all these weird UFO things happening, all these weird dreams, all these weird things happening. I blame him because that's when it met him, and this is when it all started happening. But I'm going to let Dakota fill you in on this side of things, you know. Hey, I gotta make sure you're talking about because the incident where he said he sees the uh, the transparent skin person 
Oh. If we do the math right, it would have been the day I was born when he saw that. Yeah. So, like, that was, something, well, something happened at the same time. That night, when that happened, my neighbour across that years years later, my neighbour came to me and she says to me, she says, "Oh, I love your show because she watches the show." And she says to me, she, and, and I worked it back. I was probably 14, 15 year old when it happened, round about then. And she says to me, she says, she says, one night there was, I don't like talking about this because my father, don't tell him then, my family will think I'm mad. And I said, no, don't tell me, tell me. She was like a social worker. She worked late nights. She got back at like three o'clock in the morning. And she says to me, she says, oh, there was a black triangle sitting above your house, just slow looking round. Mm-hmm. It was just sitting there. Going like anti-clockwise, just like just sitting there. <laughs> so, was that that thing trying to like imitate? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to get in somehow, and mm-hmm. the best way is to study and then try to imitate. Yeah, yeah. hard to say you know like there's so much weird going on especially nowadays that it's hard to tell what's for real out there anymore (laughs) it's like with skinwalker ranch i mean people have reported seeing you know the werewolf type creatures the Mm -hmm. uh the coyotes that are you know half standing half you know crawling and some reports even have you know not so much see-through skin but it's just a weird anomaly that's not a person and not an animal because they've caught it in that transition phase. See, I find that very interesting. What happens if, and here's a mad theory, what happens if the extraterrestrials, right, whoever they are, do that deliberately to get an reaction to see what do it? So they'll think, mm-hmm. right, let's make a werewolf, see what right. happens. Because they've got the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Skinwalker Ranch is a very, very interesting location. I mean, that's you see it all over TV nowadays, and they're drilling and the the ghosts. See, I find it very interesting because of the cattle mutilations, the cattle have disappeared, the UFO sightings that are off the scale, and then the spirit encounters, and then like the time slips. It, it's weird. Right. You, what's your thoughts? That's one location that I just. I don't would give anything <laughs> to a lot of time. Yeah. Event. There's so many questions, what ifs, and, and it's even funny because, of course, it's entertainment. I still watch the show. And when they do something, it's like they get just quite there, and I'm like yelling at the TV, no, do this, I do this. Know. You, know, you, you can't get uh... your answers if you're not going to finish the experiment. You know, It's like you need to go further. But I, there's so much happening there. I wouldn't even know yeah. where to begin. You know, it, it's, I, I truly do believe that that is, I don't really want to say a portal per se, but that's almost mm-hmm. like the one spot on earth that's perfect for yeah. everything, you know, everything in the paranormal mm-hmm. field, um, anything supernatural. I mean, you have the, um, the Paiute Indians that used to be there and the medicine people that practice there and, you know, theories that date back to um, their ancestors were the skinwalkers and so so much and you know and i do believe that because so much happens there that that's the perfect place you know ufo activities happening well of course the spirits want you know the spirits are like what's happening they want to know more so they come back and you know try to investigate and see what's going on are you guys losing me no we're 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 getting some yes Yeah, so as you start talking about Skinwalker Ranch more, your signal breaks up, and as you start coming in clearer, there's voices coming on, on your side, and I'm just like, hello. Uh, and I'm not hearing any of that. <laughs> I have <laughs> something to do. don't want me to talk. No. <laughs> but it's, I think it's a lot of the different paranormal activities attracting more paranormal activity there. You know, the UFOs are attracting the spirits, you know, who wanted no answers as to why they're there. Then you also have, yeah. you know, the... Native American ancestors that want to protect the land. Yes. And I mean, who, who's to say that Bigfoot doesn't show up there soon? <laughs> if he's not already there. What was if it's there some, already what, been a Bigfoot sighting down there? If there has been, there's been a Bigfoot sighting, I think. Mm-hmm. But he, here's the thing that this is a mad theory, right? What was if the aliens are only interested in that because of all the paranormal stuff that's happening? Maybe they're just like us. Yep. yep. 
it, it could be too, and that's their their location, you know, to research. Yeah, it's a yeah. research center for them. Right, and, and who's mm -hmm. to say that the, you know maybe that's what the afterworld doesn't want to tell us? That's where you know that that's their science center. <laughs> yeah, sneaky buggers. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, I, I do have to say that some of the experiments that they're doing at Skinwalker Ranch, I'd love to do it, like the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, aye. Right, Dakota, you can out in a rowing boat. <laughs> Why am I the one that's always got to do the dirty work? You're the youngest. You don't want an old man like me going out into that cold boat Mediterranean waters, do you? Yes, I'm the youngest. I have more to live for. <laughs> <laughs> Younger generation now, ladies and gentlemen, you know. I will say the Bermuda Triangle is a very interesting location. I mean, but there's also different triangles throughout the world. We've got the yep. what is it, the, the Devil's Triangle too. You've got the you've got the one with Japan. What what's your thoughts on the haunted forest in Japan? And there is an interesting location. Um, yeah, the haunted forest. That, that's, I, I don't have enough time in my life to do all the things I want to do. That's another place that I would love to get my yeah. you know just get in there um, yeah. because. It being where it's set, it's just like, and I truly do believe that, you know, geographic locations help fuel paranormal activity. And it's a combination of, you know, what's in the earth, what type of minerals are in the earth. And I do believe that that area has a high conscious concentration of not only negative things happening, oh, yeah, but mm -hmm. also just the location. And then I also think some of it for that particular location and many others too, is that the paranormal activity that occurs there is almost self-manifested, almost like a tulpa, where yeah. it, it lives on because so many people have been told it's been haunted. So many people want to mm -hmm. believe it's haunted. And mm -hmm. but that's one of the locations I'd love to get in there just to get some answers. Yeah. I keep hearing voices. Don't take me at the madhouse. <laughs> I keep hearing like weird voices every now and again. No, no, I are you kidding me, Chris? Things are getting so weird in the world right now, the madhouses are calling help for involving ghosts. <laughs> she me and Heather, before we were live, yes, it was actually before uh, Dakota came in, we were actually talking about a certain subject that Dakota's actually got quite a lot of interest in. And I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring up the figure that wears a heart. Got it, yeah. Which we are pinning that, Heather? Because uh, I don't that? like saying his name. I don't like oh. mentioning his name. Yes. You don't, you yes. don't want to give him credit. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So many interesting theories on there. I mean, I... I personally, just because I haven't encountered him, um, yeah. I classify him either as, you know, a thought form or even just as a regular shadow person, uh, almost yeah. like the leader of the shadow people because he wears a hat <laughs> and, and he's always reported to be there during, you know, tragic events and stuff like that. But I, and I, I do have the uh, people who run the hat, um, the Hatman project coming on yeah. my show and not this week, but next week. And I have so many questions for them because right now my theories on it is that he's a thought form, just like the rake, just like Slender Man, you know, and who knows, maybe the hat man is even um, a men in black. Dakota, <laughs> you're going to hear something. You know, I actually still have that video, Chris, from the incident. Do you still have the, the, that where the possession took place? Do you still yeah. have that? Right. That's interesting. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's a touchy subject for us because with the group we were with beforehand, mm. we started looking into it. I actually started going into a theory I had behind its origins. And you could probably think of it in the same mentality as like a mass criminal who's just been figured out wanting to <laughs> shut people up because... Mm -hmm. Within a few minutes of me saying my theory, one of our friends goes to send me a text message saying, I don't want to freak anybody out, but my neck is burning and I'm coughing up blood. Three had to be hospitalized after this happened. And I managed to save the clip because it bounced around internationally, seemingly using StreamYard as its oh, yeah. you know, method of transportation, which... So obviously, gotta be careful. My signal is going out. <laughs> it's yeah. not me this time. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? I think whatever this you is. You don't like me too much. I think whatever this is, it's something that's been here before the earth's been here. And mm -hmm. that's my honest opinion. I think it gains power through fear. 
I, I never use its name. Right. Ever. Because I believe if you use something's name, it means it can basically visit you. I never, ever use its name. I had weird, I, I had really weird experiences when I was doing that stuff. Remember what happened with the car, Dakota? That mm -hmm. was, that was just weird. I was, yeah, I you, was driving along. Yeah, it had. And, uh, it, and something it, it hit was, the top of your car like you yeah. ran somebody over? Yeah. I was driving along the road. The country's right lane. Nothing to either side of me. Just hills in the mountains. Yeah. Driving in a straight line. Boom. The biggest bang you've ever heard on the roof of my car. I can actually, I felt that, I could feel the, the vibration. So I pulled over, nothing wrong with the car whatsoever. My friend owns a garage, staying at the time, and I said, listen, I have a big massive bang, could you check it out for me? Nothing wrong with the vehicle whatsoever. And that, that, that was the night after, that was the day after. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'd never talk about it anymore, mm -hmm. ever. That was a warning. So many unanswered questions. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I find it funny that our signals are all bouncing around right as we're talking about it. It's it's something that I advise people that's listening to this, don't say his name out. You're mm -hmm. a brave person if you say his name. Or if it, even if he's a he. See, this is the thing. He might, he might not be a he, he might not be a she. He might just be an entity of some kind. Something, it's something very old, and that's what I get. It's something very old that's been here from the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's played different people, different oh, yeah. things. He, that's what he does throughout time. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah. There, there's a lot of theories about that. I mean, even other theories that I've heard that goes along with the person we're talking about, um, and other paranormal activity is that, of course, parallel universes. Yes. How and we're on wavelengths. Oh yeah. And the only time we'll see that person or other spirits is when our wavelengths cross and go back. And then there's theories that those wavelengths are tied to the moon phases, which is why we see more paranormal activity on a full moon. See, that's interesting. I mean, Dakota's had a lot of experience with a uh, friend. I, I just call him that because I don't want to say his name, Dakota. <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> uh, I have, and you, you keep dancing around like that. Is going to bring him out, Moy. And all I gotta say is, the people that are purposely overdosing on Benadryl just to see this thing, yep. what is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's a it's a scary it is a scary thing. I mean, that the kids are doing. Please stop doing it on TikTok, guys. Mm -hmm. Please, honestly, because you'll end up going to no wake up if you take too much. And I know that mentioning it and stuff like that, it's it's just, I, I'm getting weird vibes that I've got that guides with me. And I'm getting extremely weird vibes to stay away from this subject. So let's let's change the subject to something else. Because <laughs> well, I'm getting, it's, I'm, it's funny, and not on that subject, but something similar too is, yeah, I hear all the time from people, oh my God, I wish I was attacked by a ghost or I want to be attacked by a course. spirit. And being someone who's been there, it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, it's, same here. It's like, you don't want, no. <laughs> it's like, I'm six foot seven, somewhere north of 300 pounds. I'm not 100% sure. The scale breaks every time I try to get on it. I've had things physically pick me up by the throat and start choking me out like I was nothing. Yep. Yeah. It's like, you do not want to be in that position. Nope. <laughs> nope. I, I was, my legs were swiped out underneath me while I was cleansing a home. And of course I was sitting, I was standing in her tub doing a window over her tub. Mm. I landed on my knees in the tub, and oh, that hurt. <laughs> was what 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 type of entity was that? Was it like a demonic kind of entity? No, we went into the house thinking it was demonic because other yeah. members of our team had gone in before us, you know, thinking it was. But the more we investigated, and the more we researched it, it was just an angry, angry man. It turned out yeah. that from the different EVPs that we've captured, the different photos, and the different personal experiences that we had is that it was a man, a woman, and then their son who we want to say was maybe a little bit autistic. Yeah. Because we had a younger child's mm. voice that sounded like he was having trouble forming his words. And we've actually captured, actually, I didn't capture the photo. I went to realtor.com because our client put their home up for sale <laughs> <laughs> after we investigated and talked to her about it. And you can see in the reflection of one of the TV screens, the closet behind the TV screen 
And in there, there's like almost a little outline of two people, which would have probably been the husband and the wife in the reflection. And of course, it's like right there on Realtor and something told me to go look for it and I found it. And it it was really Mm. interesting. Um, But yeah, we that was probably brought on by the daughters using the Ouija board, not knowing what she was doing. Oh, God. And she pissed off people who were still residing there. Because once we cleansed the home and once we talked to them and the daughters, you know, we removed the Ouija board and all of, you know, I practice magic and it's, I always tell people, go ahead and do it. Just know what you're doing. Um, And if you don't know what you're doing, find someone who does to help you. It's the dabbling and not knowing what you're doing is what I think upset the spirits that were already in the home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've actually got a few friends that that dabble in the wicker, kind of side of things with the kind of spirit boards and they know what they're doing and then and they make spells up and stuff like that and i think it's absolutely amazing what they do honestly i'm, I'm blown away with some of the stuff you know i was asking them for a cure for baldness but they've not got back to me yet you know you have but, to be willing to not be bald that's the problem i think i think i don't know I, just, I, don't, I don't know maybe it was always meant to be this way but it's quite interesting you say about the evps because i find the evps amazing because I've said I've heard some EVPs that are absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah I the EVPs we caught there were um, random, and you know, mm-hmm. like answering questions. And we even had one question because the devil the devil card was missing from the daughter's tarot deck, and mm-hmm. one of the yeah. investigators was like, "Did you steal the you know, or did the daughter you know what did the daughter do or something like that along the lines with you know." the tarot the the card and asking a whole bunch of questions and you know did she hide the card and we had a female voice saying yes very assertively yes and then the one guy voice came over no (laughs) so it was like the female was ratting the daughter out and trying to get the daughter in trouble but the guy was trying to correct her (laughs) because it wasn't true (laughs) so it was kind of interesting um but i I, actually i have a really interesting EP that i might have to send you it's um we were filming in vegas in a location that was kind of i would say less than a half mile from where tupac shakur was gunned down and one of the invest and i wasn't even filming anymore i just forgot to turn my camera off and we were walking from one location to another and one of the investigators had said wouldn't it have been cool if we could have reached tupac and clear as day we have a i'm right here right after that's good and we were just like, I was listening to that. I got goosebumps and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm immediately sending it to the rest of the team to see if they hear what I heard. And they all heard what I heard. Ooh. I heard an interesting mm-hmm. one. Dakota, did I share that one with you with Jenny from Ireland? She she did she did one that was, uh, she was in a museum. Mm-hmm. And she's like, would you like to play a game of cards? And like, maybe five seconds later, all you hear is, that is one of the best ones I've ever heard. Yeah. It's, it's, I love it when you get an intelligent response. Yes. Exactly. I mean, Dakota, you've uh, did you hear something there, Dakota? I've been hearing things throughout this whole interview. I, I've been hearing. Like, I don't do a dr- enough drugs for this. <laughs> I've been taking my fishermen friends, my lozenges, but I'm, it's, that's it's because you have me doing. on. This happens every time I go on the show. No. It happens a lot with us. It, it really does oh, it, happen a lot. Yes. It, it happened with me. I just did an interview for a show that's uh, filmed out of Brazil, and uh, it was more talking about uh, like ET experiences. And there was voices all throughout it trying to help confirm it. It's like I don't. It's like the, mind you, the show, shows in Brazil. They had to get an interpreter because I don't know Portuguese, and I'm just like I don't think they understand you, man. <laughs> Uh, we were doing a show because um, I co-host Ghost Education 101, and we had mm-hmm. uh, Bishop Long on, James Long. Yeah and, yeah. and he was on the show, mm-hmm. and he was doing a presentation on demonic entities that he's encountered. And he was showing a photograph of one he actually captured. And he was you know, showing how he analyzed the photo with the changing of the colors to enhance it and everything like that. And then all of a sudden, there was a loud growl. And none of us heard it during the recording, but someone who was watching it messaged me and said, hey, Heather, you need to check out at such and such time. And when we replayed the audio, there was a growl and none of us could figure out where it came from. 
I mean, he's a very interesting. He's a very interesting person. I actually try to get him for Bolton Bonkers actually, and go score score. Same here. And he's I'm a great guy. I, he's, I was. I think. He, I think he really wants to talk to me because he keeps emailing me back. When's the best time to come on the show? Because it's because I'm Scottish and I know he likes. He likes a wee tipple. I know. I know he's a, He's into his Scottish whiskies and stuff like that. Yeah, but he's. he's He's a very interesting player. I was actually listening to him the other night. He was talking about exorcisms. And mm-hmm. I'm sure I could hear somebody talking. It was on his podcast. I'm sure I yep. heard some like a like a hissing. Something was hissing. Mm-hmm. He never heard that. It was like it was like somebody was letting air out of balloons. It was it was, it was weird. Yeah. It something's always strange happening with him. But oh, yeah. you've seen well, he has a few. in June, I think it was. Um yeah. I, need to get you guys the name if you haven't seen it but him uh my friend uh reverend whittington out of vegas he was also in the show and they filmed it pre-covid and it's just now airing and it's a group of exorcists and it talks about their lives and how they perform exorcisms and it looks really really interesting but he i I think bishop long has a spirit that follows him everywhere he goes you think the spirits he's pissed off Yes. The demons he's pissed off. Demons he's pissed off. They're, he's probably outside his house right now. They're all standing with placards. Come out! Come out! Well, and it's funny too because after we shared that video on our YouTube channel, our YouTube channel was shut down by YouTube because they said we were spam. Really? Yeah. Really? Yep. Well, I can't say that I'm surprised. We're being blocked by AdSense by saying that we have a secondary account already open. I'm just like, can you tell me where then? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me know where I'm making all of this money. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, yeah, see, it's quite an interesting thing. That What's your opinion? This is an interesting one. In technology AI now, mm-hmm. where it coming with like spirits and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's a tough call because um, it's funny because I'm battling. I do freelance writing to, I I guess I call that my day job to pay the bills. Um, But it's now we're under scrutiny because they don't want anyone using AI. Hmm. And I always joke that I wouldn't even know where to go. I mean, granted, I could Google search it and find it, but that's just not something that was of interest to me. But I know more and more people are starting to test out different AI. And I think eventually Uh it's going to be a big impact in the paranormal field in the aspect of the way I see it being used, which I don't know if it would be used that way. It would be for EVP sessions because there's the theories that when you, when you ask a question, you know, is that answer from a spirit or is it your thoughts answering the question or someone in your group answering the question? So I think if we had AI and some type of program that we could set up and have a device set up, you can remove the human element completely. And the AI could just start asking question after question. And then if it picks up a response, it could change the questions to meet the response. Mm-hmm. And you don't have that, you know, thought forms going on to the recorder. See, that's quite interesting. You see, I never thought about that before because obviously the AI is not alive. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not became aware. So that's the problem. See, mm-hmm. see you talk about like, computers and... <laughs> We had a friend, his name was Mike, the Naked Bigfoot. He used to talk about that, see, the ghost and the machine and stuff. You talk about like, machines that can get possessed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it makes you wonder, could like a demon, right, possess a supercomputer? And that's a tough call because in, in theory, I mean, demons and entities can only possess something if it has a soul. And these computers don't really have a soul, but it doesn't mean that they can't manipulate it see, in one I, way or another. I see what you're saying there, but then you get like haunted objects. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah, like yeah. Annabelle, dolls, Annabelle, right. doll, yeah. Annabelle the doll. Who's exactly. to say, who's to say a demon sees a super quantum computer and goes, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to possess that. And basically gives it access to YouTube and Facebook and all those young people out there because exactly. there is talk about this could actually happen if you really think about it right. because can you imagine the power one demon that wanted mm-hmm. to destroy everybody access to a supercomputer talking to young people mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah i i don't even want to think about 
<laughs> just because it's one of those things where you live in your own fantasy world. I know, there's some church groups that are already worried that the beginning stages of that may have happened, especially with these AI image generators where there's this picture of this one woman that always comes up and I find it funny that woman happens to look like his co-host on another show. <laughs> but I'm, 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 I'm not, not seeing that to be me. That legitimately looks like her. I, I, I uh, well, if, if Demon's going to take over technology, <laughs> he's going to go to TikTok. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good way to go about it. it it's quite interesting though, because you, you talk about like like YouTube and that AI runs YouTube now. It's no mm -hmm. people. It's AI runs YouTube. Same with Facebook. A lot of people don't do that. And TikTok. Mm -hmm. It's an artificial intelligence that's programmed, obviously, to yeah. run after it. I mean, it was like that computer that committed suicide. Three, did you see that? It committed suicide. It killed itself because yeah. it didn't want to. Did you not see that? Mm -mm, no. Dakota, what was that? Yeah, where there's... was that? I can't remember where it was, but there was this. Ro robot that was basically programmed to move boxes around mm -hmm. and 15 minutes into it all of a sudden it just drops mm -hmm. they went in to find out what happened they found out that this thing actually went into its own programming and yeah. basically pulled the plug because it realized it for the rest of its life it would move in boxes so if see, see, this is the interesting thing, and I've always thought about this. Have you ever encountered any haunted objects? Right. Yeah. It's in person, no, not that I know of. I, I do. I have a doll. <laughs> of course, it's a Raggedy Andy. No. <laughs> a doll. A Raggedy yeah. Andy doll in my house. <laughs> my son says they're creepy, but they're they're proudly mm. on display. But they, I believe him. <laughs> They used to belong to my grandparents, and I think that's yeah. when, you know, because I didn't see my grandfather for many years, and I wasn't in possession of the dolls during that time. But once I regained possession of the dolls is when I started seeing them again. Mm. So, but I don't really use that as a portal. Yeah, I don't consider it haunted. I consider it more a portal than anything. Yeah. That's how he's getting into your house. That's how he's managing mm -hmm. to jump about. Yep. yep. And we would have had him in the other house when I first started seeing him because my mom had him. Yeah. So, Heather, can you tell us where we can find your show that you do with a co-host? Yes, um, I am on WLTKDB Radio on Tuesday Next. mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern. It's called Exploring the Paranormal, and it's a two-hour show where I bring on different guests. Um, the main focus that we try to do is talk about different scientific aspects and just kind of have fun. Um, and then I do co-host Ghost Education 101, which can be found on Facebook. And I have a new show launching in June, on also on WLTK Radio, with uh, Joe Frankie on Thursday nights at 10 p.m. That'll be interesting. I'll need to try and download your the shows you do for two hours. Is it available for like download on like a podcast site? Can I yeah, find? it's um, I ha I can get you the podcast link. That'd be good if you could. That also be available. Obviously, I'm in Scotland. I, I have to use the caps to like, listen to him. Yeah. Yeah, both shows will be out there. <laughs> so. Where else? Where else can you? All the would you like to give you anything else a plug while you're here? Um, yeah, I do. You can go to my website either at explorationparanormal.com or heatherleephd.com, and that takes you both to the same site where you can see all the new things that we have planned, everything that's going on. I have a blog that goes up with just random thoughts. It's I, I don't blog with any purpose. It's definitely an ADHD one where it's like all over the place in the paranormal field. <laughs> I, I even throw crafts up there. It's just kind of everywhere. Um, and then you can also find information on the books that I have. I have two books currently out, Haunted Southern Nevada Ghost Towns and um, Ghosts and Legends of the Vegas Valley from History Press. And then on mm. September 11th, Haunted Florida Lighthouses will be coming out. Ooh, and that'll be interesting. I'm working on four more books for the History Press as well, including my next book, which will be Haunted, uh, Haunted Florida Ghost Towns. That's very interesting. Mm. I've got I've got a fascination with lighthouses. I've got, mm -hmm. and that's really interesting. I'm about to get that book actually. Yeah, that, that was a fun one to research. <laughs> yeah, it's because there is actually quite a few haunted lighthouses around Scotland. There's famous ones where people have disappeared and mm -hmm. never to be seen yep. again. And and I'll, I'll need to maybe get that. Mm -hmm. So Dakota, would you like to say anything before we go off into the yonder? 
Oh, no, I just want to thank Heather for coming on, finally. It's definitely been an interesting show. I'm, I'm probably going to have to re-listen to the audio just to try to write down all the things I think I'm hearing. But no, def definitely thank you for coming on, and yeah. we definitely have to get you back again sometime because one hour is not enough time for to be able to talk about this stuff. Right, it's exactly. Cool. Just let me know when, and thank you for reaching out to me and having me on. You're very welcome, and thank you so much, Heather, for coming on. And I will definitely need to get that book with the lighthouses because that's that sounds absolutely fascinating. I like something to read in the dark nights, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk why to you behind you the scenes. Seen weird stuff. I've never seen weird stuff, man. Ever since I bumped into you, I'm, I've seen in the hundreds. Yeah, of I've been known to have that effect, people. <laughs> it's your fault. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all check out the shows next week. We'll be on next week. We don't know who we've got yet as guests, but we'll make sure we tell you in the community tab and on YouTube. And thank you very much, Heather, for coming on. Remember, check out all of those links, guys, and go and buy our books. Make it a millionaire. <laughs> thank you. Buy our books. Wouldn't that be nice? No problem. No, no problem. And we'll catch you all soon. Take care, dudes. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Bald and Bonkers show. If you enjoyed the show and want to show your support, head over to our website at baldandbonkers.net. There, you'll find our merch, services and more. Thanks for being part of the Bald and Bonkers family, and we'll see you on the next episode. And remember, always keep an open mind and an open heart. You never know what may happen tomorrow.